Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Happy anniversary to us. 12 years ago today, today, this show started. That is outstanding, you guys. In a couple and of months, I will have been on this program for five years. Is that right? Yeah. And 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 your co-host is celebrating how? Uh, she's golfing with her dad in Mississippi. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing, yeah. doing non-show related Would stuff. I mean, 12 expect- really isn't the biggest number, you know. It's not like 15 or 10 or 20. So It's an anniversary, Dan. Yeah. I mean, imagine if it was your 16th anniversary to your lovely wife and you said, uh, I'm going to Mississippi to go golf with my dad over our anniversary. Goodbye. Yeah. That would hurt. It might. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you hurt? No. Oh. No. Okay. A- a- <laughs> listen to me. The three of you, listen to me. After what I did to all of you last year, she can take a month off as far as I'm concerned. Not that I want her to. I, I, I want her here now. Although, you're awesome. No offense. None taken and none intended. Uh, But after what I did to you guys last year, uh, she can stay another week if she wants. That was months ago. You know, I think everyone's. Bygones, right? Yeah, bygones. Bygones. Hey. (laughs) Wait, what happened? You know, I went to the clink. Oh, that little incident. I went to a little resort in South Kansas City. (laughs) Get some sun and see your health. There was some sun. There was no leaving. It was like Hotel California. You can check in, but you, but you can't, can't check, check out. out. You're walking around <laughs> shuffling on a dark desert highway. Uh, <laughs> hey, guess who's going to celebrate their 10th anniversary of filling in over Memorial Day? I've been filling in for 10 years. Is that right? Yep. 10 years. Done. Do you want to tell the story of the first show we ever did together? Sure. It's so funny. So, I didn't, you had me on for like. So, no, let me let me pause your take. Okay, you and I had met through Dana, right? Uh, and we had become casual acquaintances. But I thought you were very entertaining and very funny. Uh huh. And I thought you had a personality that would play really well on the radio. Correct. Okay. And yes. so one day, Dana, uh, ten years ago, apparently, I didn't realize it had been that long. But wow, that's awesome. Uh, Dana was going to go on vacation. And I called you up, and we kind of sort of knew each other. I mean, we, we were reluctant we, friends. We, we ran in the same circle. Right. And I asked you to fill in for Dana, and you said, okay, I'll be there, no problem. Take I was it. super familiar with the show and the format because I listened to you guys religiously, and I got <laughs> and I got here, and it was like 3 o'clock, and in the first segment, I don't know what happened. You, like, railroaded through everything, and I really didn't get a chance to get a word in 
edgewise, and I wasn't gonna certainly wasn't gonna interrupt you because I didn't want to tick you off. I thought, oh well, that would be rude. Now I'd be like, shut up, I'm talking. Anywho, we go to commercial break. You and hadn't said a word. I, I, I didn't in the first break. I said literally nothing. <laughs> And I will never forget this because you made me pee myself a little. You slammed your hands down. This, this was in a commercial break. In a commercial break. You slammed your hands down and you went, I brought you here to talk and you have done anything but. So in the next segment, either start talking or get out. And I was like, yes, sir. I will start talking, sir. My name is Michael, and I'm talking, and I'm talking. I'm from, I'm from Iowa. Use it's a city. Words. It's a state to the northeast of here. Use your words. And I, my first grade teacher was Miss Burns. I, <laughs> I and then ever since then I have not stopped talking. So, it, but that first segment that was a little was so funny. That was before the days of uh, podcasts. So it's not like we can go back and listen to that. But there was legit fear. And you were, I think you were legit mad. I don't, I don't. I was, I was not mad at you. I was annoyed. Okay. I think you were legit annoyed. And by I'm not mad. I'm upset. I'm not mad. I was pissed. I brought you in to talk and you've done anything but. <laughs> so either start talking in the next segment or get out. <laughs> okay. And 10 years later, here we are. Bless. And, and where did you spend your Sunday afternoon? At your house. Because we're right. BFFs always and forever. That's right. Yes. See? It was like a match made in heaven. I know. Bless. <laughs> uh, the Kansas Jayhawks have a new home for the next season. Uh, Kansas City has a new hometown team, at least in 2024. Uh, KU announcing today that the Jayhawks, I hate this, uh, the Jayhawks will play two games at Children's Mercy Park and then another four games at Arrowhead during the 2024 football season. So the two games that they're going to play at Children's Mercy Park are there pre or not preseason, uh, non-conference games against Lindenwood, never even heard of him, on August 29th, and UNLV, rematch from the bowl game, hmm. on September 14th. Then they'll play at Arrowhead against TCU, Houston, Iowa State, and Colorado. So all conference games that are, are at Arrowhead, all non-conference games are at Children's Mercy Park. They And keep in mind, and the only reason I say this is because those of you who've listened to the show at any length know that I'm a huge soccer fan and a season ticket holder to sporting. Uh, and I love KU. I went to K. I graduated KU. Um, but, but those guys are going to destroy that field. And this is going to be right in the middle of sporting's season. And I believe we looked at the schedule today, uh, Sporting has a game, I think, four days after that UNLV game. That field is going to be trashed. Tore up. Yes. From the floor up. Yes. And I am I am not a fan of the idea of playing any of these games at Children's Mercy Park. They're going to trash that field. But nobody asked for my opinion. I mean, well, I mean, it's not like they have a stadium of their own to play. Well, in. but I mean, why would, wouldn't you think of that? I, I think mean, that this was part of the plan the entire time. They just couldn't exactly make the announcement. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they had this yeah. in the works for for months. You don't go tearing down a no. stadium and just think to yourself, "Oh, we'll figure it yeah, out. We'll find we'll find a play. Maybe we'll play at Blue Valley uh, Sports Complex. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll play at Baker. Uh, Ottawa University has a stadium. <laughs> Ottawa, Ottawa University. 
Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. But my goodness. Um, and when they – no offense to the Jayhawks. And, again, I graduated KU. I love KU, right? That stadium, when they play at Arrowhead, is going to look so empty. It's going to be scary. Because they're the current – well, the stadium they just tore down in Lawrence uh-huh. uh, seats 46,000 people. Arrowhead seats 78. And even on a good day, they don't sell out Memorial Stadium. Even though the team won nine games last year, went to a bowl game, all that stuff, they don't sell out games. Interesting point from the text line, though. I saw that. As a resident of Lawrence, I am concerned for the hit to our local business Mm -hmm. for not having the football game. Yeah, those are six football games where you would normally be infusing into your city 40,000 people on any given day. A lot of people are not going to get the parking in the front yard money. Yeah. Well, Papa Kino's, nobody's going to swing by Papa Kino's on a Saturday afternoon. Mm, Papa Kino's. By the way, uh, when they play at Sporting Park, um, and this is according to Rob Breton next door at Sixton Sports, uh, the only people who get seats, because Sporting Park only seats 18,000, right? Uh-huh. The only people who get seats are season ticket holders and students. The more you know. NBC logo shooting star. Uh, A door plug that broke off midair from an Alaska Airlines passenger plane during a flight earlier this month may have been missing bolts meant to secure it in place when the aircraft left Boeing's factory. The bolts didn't go missing after the fact. No, no. They were never there. Yeah. Boing. It'll just hang on tight, right? The apparent absence of markings on the door plug has led Boeing and other industry officials, (coughs) excuse me, to believe that employees of the plane maker failed to put the bolts back after opening or removing the plug during production of the 737 MAX 9, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, These people, according to the paper, these people being the anonymous sources, uh, these people, according to the paper, also noted lapses in the paperwork and procedures related to Boeing's work on the door plug at its factory in Renton, Washington. So you can read that they didn't see any major damage to where those bolts should have been. Uh, if, it, if the bolts flew out mid-flight, you would see damage from them ripping out from the pressure. Or if they had even been put in in the first place, right? There would there would be some sort of some sort of marking that a bolt had been there. Can you imagine if that plane were halfway across? If that plane were flying to Hawaii? Well, I believe oh that plane was already on a restricted flight. Thing. It was, but I'm just saying uh, they dodged, I don't know how many bullets. Thank God no one was injured other than that kid who got horrible frostbite. Oh, did did, did a kid get frostbite? Yeah, the kid who was sitting by the- Right, right next to the door? Right next to the door. Um, Have you I, seen the video? I know, it's bonkers. Oh my gosh. It, every time I, it was funny because I flew this weekend and you can believe I buckled in just a little bit tighter. Not like, that, <laughs> not like that's going to help if the door blows out, but yeah. So, all right, quick break. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Sam Stevie the third. He is Michael Mackey for MichaelMackey.com. Filling in today for Dana Wright. She is back on Thursday. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. A story here from Channel 41. Fountain House. And house is spelled in the German way, H-A-U-S. Fountain Haas. Fountain Haas. Fountain Haas. Uh, an LGBTQ bar 
and nightclub in Kansas City, Missouri, announced this week it is permanently closing its doors. Since opening in April of 2022, the bar has brought drinks, dance, and a safe space for the queer community in Kansas City's Westport area. Fountain House shared on Instagram that it closed due to, quote, a few more challenges than expected. Uh, Quoting here from their post, Despite our team's hard work and dedication, we have reached a point where keeping Fountain House open is no longer possible. Uh, The owners encouraged the Kansas City community to continue supporting the city's LGBTQ bars and restaurants, including Bistro 303, uh, Gales, Hamburger Mary's, Missy B's, Sidekicks, Side Street, and Woody's. You it want was, you wanted was, me to read the story. I did. It was uh, I, on behalf of the gay community. Most of us were shocked when that happened. I mean, that was a massive enclave. That was a massive gathering point for, they, for they a had, lot of LGBTQ. Good, they had good business. Yeah, for a lot of LGBTQ um, guests and patrons. And so when they closed, uh, it just kind of came as a shock. Like one one day open, next day we're closing. So now was the the feeling in the gay community that there was support uh, for the gay community from that bar because I heard otherwise. You did. I, uh, to be honest, I'm not a goer outer. Okay. Uh, but uh, so I don't know what their attendance looked like. But I know that the fact that they closed puts a lot. A lot of people out of work because they had shows pretty much every single night. It was two stories? Yeah, it was three stories. Oh, three stories. Yeah, it was massive, uh, massive um, arena. And uh, so it's kind of been, that's all anybody can talk about is just how devastating that is. Because there's not really that many LGBTQ uh, places of business. I mean, if I go anywhere, it's it's typically Cafe Trio or Hamburger Mary's, but it's it's still a blow because that was a big draw and it had a lot of potential when it opened. It was quite created quite the buzz back in 2022. As someone who is very open and honest about their sexuality, can I ask you a question? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. In that story that I read and I read it verbatim. Yes. Uh, you may have heard me say queer community. That was written into a news story. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't Throw that in myself. Are you are you asking if queer is a bad word? Yeah, I thought I thought you weren't supposed to say queer. No, that's. I thought not. it was offensive. It is not. I can I I would say that LGBTQ is a little bit more um, mainstream, but yeah, queer community, queer friendly, queer yeah. Now I will say that specific oh. corner where Fountain Hoss was located has Fountain, had struggles. Fountain what? Fountain what? Fountain Hoss. Hoss. Fountain Hoss. Uh, has had its struggles over the years because Top Cat was there before and Tiki Cat was a sort of speakeasy below it, and they were constantly packed. You could not get into Tiki Cat for months out, and they randomly closed right before Fountain Hoss was bought <laughs> up and opened up. Uh, I will say the lack of parking was kind of a kind of a. Could it be a rent thing because that's one of the most no they trafficked it. corners. I, I think the the two owners. I mean, it, there were several. It was. A minority huh. owned, but yeah, I think the owners would probably end up selling, and it's That's just ba- it's just bad all the way around. So sad. Womp womp. Uh, the Miami County Sheriff's Department is investigating after authorities found ten dead dogs on a property uh, just south of here. Uh, police reported on January twenty fourth on Rockville Road on a welfare check for multiple dogs in the property. When they arrived on the scene, they found several malnourished and deceased animals, ten Great Danes were dead on the property. Nine other Great Danes and one Shepherd Mix were needing medical attention. No one was at the property at the time of the investigation. Authorities are now working to determine how the dogs died. Uh, 
Oh, my. Uh, later on in the story, uh, the, uh, they report, this is from Channel 9, there may be at least 100 other animals in similar condition. Ugh. Is this one of those weird hoarding things where people start hoarding pets and then it gets out of control and then they don't realize how bad it is? I have no idea. Uh, one person of interest in the case, but no arrests have been made yet. Hmm. Uh, the Justice Department is investigating Congresswoman Cori Bush of Missouri over the potential misuse of funds for her personal security services. In a lengthy statement issued after news of the federal probe emerged, Congresswoman Bush, who is from St. Louis, said she and her team are, quote, fully cooperating. First and foremost, I hold myself, my campaign, and my position to the highest levels of integrity. Mm -hmm. I also believe in transparency, which is why I can confirm that the Department of Justice is reviewing my campaign spending on security services. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bush joined Congress in 2021. She was a former nurse and pastor. Okay. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. All right, quick break. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. That guy over there is Sam Stevie the Third. He is Michael Mackey from Michael Mackey. Filling in today for Dana Wright. She is back on Thursday. And my name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Have you seen this band? ACDC? Uh-huh. I have. How many times? Once. Oh, how was it? It's great. Uh, man, that was a hell of a weekend. Um, I don't remember when it was. Uh, seven, eight years ago. Was, it was that in the foggy time? Sprint it Center? Was, it was in my foggy times. Um, my brother and I went and watched, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the, it was the last ACDC show in Kansas City. And the last time, if I recall, that Brian Johnson, their lead singer, he was not the singer on that song, um, ever sang with them because hmm. he, he has hearing loss. But apparently they're going back out on the road soon. Um, 
my brother and I went and watched, I believe they ACDC played here on a Sunday night, if I'm not mistaken, because my brother and I were in Tulsa the night before watching Iron Maiden. I mean, that was one hell of a weekend. Uh, so we drive down to Tulsa to watch Iron Maiden and drive from Tulsa to Kansas City the next day to watch ACDC. Oh, my. We were deaf. Leopard? No, we were just deaf. Oh, okay. 2016. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. It was pushed uh, back to a Monday because Brian Johnson recently lost a dear friend. Was it on a Monday night? It says uh, February 28th. That sounds about right. I'm trying to think, have I ever seen... I've seen Def Leppard. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen any hair metal bands. Oh, my God. I was front row for Def Leppard. Pardon me. It was originally scheduled for Monday the 29th. It was pushed a day earlier so that he could attend the funeral so, so it on was the on, it was on a Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I saw, right. um, I remember when two two consecutive years in a row, it was Def Leppard and Hart what? At, the, at the Iowa State Fair. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good time. Their State Fair typically has a pretty good lineup. I, the the, the only memory, well, I have two memories from the last time I saw Def Leppard. Well, it wasn't last time because the last time I saw him was at uh, Kaufman a year ago. Um, I saw them at the T-Mobile Center about, mm, I date these things based on who I was dating. I was dating Mel at the time, so it would have been before 2013, so roughly 11, 12 years ago. And we got uh, Bob Edwards down at The Rock got me front row tickets and I knew where the seats were and I knew where all of their musicians stand. Mm-hmm. Right. And I knew that our seats were right in front of a guy named you would, this name means nothing to you, but in front of a guy named Vivian Campbell, um, who's been their guitar, one of their guitars for like, 20- is that the guy who's always shirtless? No, that's Phil. That's Phil Collins. Okay. Um, Vivian Campbell used to play in the band Dio. Okay. Whatever. But he was also very briefly in Thin Lizzy. Because of course he was. Of course he was. Because all roads lead so, to, you're a nerd. to Thin Lizzy. So I knew that I was going to be front row right in front of Vivian Campbell. So I wore a Thin Lizzy t-shirt to the show. And he's playing and they're doing whatever song. I don't know, pour some sugar on me or who cares. And uh, Vivian Campbell looks down at me and he points at me and he goes, I love that blanking shirt. And uh, I go, I knew you would. <laughs> because you're in Thin Lizzy. I and love then, Thin Lizzy. And then here, here's what I will never forget about that Def Leppard show. There was a couple behind us that was not interested in Def Leppard. But they were very interested in each other. Mm. And it was almost like watching soft porn Oh, Uh-oh. behind us. Kind of like when Dana and I were at that seafood restaurant, which shall not be named in Leewood. Yes. Like that. Um, yeah. It's since but, been but, named but, on the air, but yeah. But, uh-huh. Yeah. We, we know what it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, nice cup of soup. Worse. Worse? Let's just say hands were moving, but I couldn't see them. Okay. Because they were under clothing. Well, bless. Mm-hmm. Pour some sugar on me. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, no. Oh, no. <clears throat> there, was, <clears throat> there was sugar being poured. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, get a room. Get a room. They, I, I swear, because, and the only reason I noticed them, because they were behind us, right? Yep. The only reason I noticed them is uh, Def Leppard had one of those uh, walkout, like, bridge stages, you know, where they go out into the crowd, and uh-huh. then there's another m- little mini stage in the middle of the audience. Yeah. So they went out to do an acoustic set 
about halfway through the show. And so we were in the front row. So to see them, we had to turn. And so when we turned, that's when I noticed um, Gropey McGropersons. Pornhub.com behind us. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I mean, it, it never stopped. It never stopped. Wow. Oh. They were engaged in what's called, and I learned this word in uh, rehab. They were engaged in what's called limerence. Do you know what limerence? No, what's limerence? Limerence is the emotional state that you are in at the beginning of a relationship. Oh. Where you cannot get enough of each other. Oh. The honeymoon phase. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's called limerence. Or we can just call it the honeymoon phase. Do you know what word I learned over the weekend? It's called clothes that you leave on the floor that may or may not be clean that you're just too lazy to pick up and ultimately wear again. It is your floor drobe. Floor drobe. You can do you want to use that in a sentence, Sam? I know I'm good. Okay. Floor drobe. I also don't leave clothes on the floor. Get out. All right. Why are you why do you leave clothes on the floor? I don't. I'm just saying I just learned that word. Oh, I thought you were saying that you you leave your clothes on the floor. No, absolutely not. Oh. I'm just saying people do. And that's Refer when you take clothes off and you end up being like, I don't know if this is clean or dirty. If and it's on the floor, it's not clean. If it's, oh, it means you wore it and you th you took it off and threw it on the floor. We well. have the latest numbers in from the AFC game. Well, I thought it was fifty-five million. No, 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 those aren't the numbers I'm talking about. Oh, everybody has been complaining about how much Taylor Swift we've seen, right? Yeah. How how long was she on TV? Twenty seconds. Uh, she was shown a total of seven times. The okay. game time was three hours and nine minutes. That does not include the broadcast before and after the game. Okay. She was on the screen for a total of 44 seconds. Does that include post-game or just during the game? Uh, that is just during the game. I, I can't imagine she was shown a whole lot post-game. 44 seconds. 44 seconds. Yeah. So, you, you know, I, I, was, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today about this. Um, there, there was a great meme on Facebook, and I don't have the patience nor the wherewithal to go jump on Facebook and find it. But I'll, I'll paraphrase it enough to be dangerous. And it's a great point regarding Taylor Swift and, and uh, Travis Kelsey, et cetera. Uh, and they said, if you're a man watching the football game with your daughters and you're complaining about Taylor Swift being on TV too much when she's really only on TV for about a minute in a three-hour game and she's only at the game supporting her boyfriend whom she loves, the only thing you're telling your daughters is be little and be less. Be little and be less. No, that is no way to go at it. Uh, they not. did include five honorable mentions for TV time other than the football that was on the screen. What? We got 27 seconds. Keep in mind, Taylor was on the screen for 44. Oh, my god. We got 27 seconds of people making, serving, and eating crab cakes. 24 okay. seconds of dolphins, sharks, and jellyfish at the local aquarium. Oh. Oh. 10 seconds of Brittany Mahomes, Sands Taylor. Five seconds of John Harbaugh's brother, and four seconds of John Harbaugh's dad. You, you know what nobody else? You know what nobody complained about though? Uh, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend prior. Nobody complained about how much TV time Jason Kelsey got. Do you notice that? Well, I mean, no, I'm being he's America's sweetheart. Oh, he is America's sweetheart, and <laughs> he is now. And I'm not saying anything negative about Jason Kelsey, but let's be honest about what we saw. We saw a man who was clearly drunk off his you-know-what. Oh, yeah. Shirtless, acting a fool, having fun but acting a fool. I mean, let's be honest. Jason Kelsey was jumping out of a suite 
grabbing little girls that he didn't know and lifting them up to see Taylor Swift. I thought that was a nice move, by the way, but still odd. Here's a grown man who's not wearing a shirt, grabbing your daughter and lifting her up. I don't know that I'd be okay with that. Nobody ever said anything negative about Jason Kelsey, and he was on TV a lot more than Taylor that night. Now, wait a minute. If you were standing in front of that suite and your daughter, Sarah or Maya, made a sign, they were, I don't know, six, seven years old, like a huge I said, fan of Taylor Swift and Jason picked her up, you'd think that was weird? I No, I just, oh, oh. I just said I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I thought it was a classy move that he let this young girl see Taylor Swift. I got you. But if this was anybody other than Jason Kelsey, if this was just some shirtless man, drunk as hell, would you let them lift up your daughter? And the answer is no. Yeah, definitely no. If it was anybody other than Jason Kelsey, you would say, get your hands off my kid. Get your hands off my kid. But nobody complained about Jason Kelsey. And he was acting like a fool. Anyway, Every, there you got it, 44 seconds. And, and, yeah. and, and, and I wonder how much TV time Jason Kelsey got two weeks ago. I guarantee it was minutes, not seconds. I feel like girls are a lot more vested in football now, thanks to Taylor Swift. I'm fine with it. I, I love this story. Same. 100%. Now, granted, I, I, if, if they don't shoot to Taylor every time he touches the ball, I'd be fine with that. It gets a little annoying. I really need an interview with Taylor Swift. Taylor, if you're listening, call Good me. Luck. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, if anybody can get it, I can. So, I mean, I am, after all, me. <laughs> the ultimate Swifty, not, but. Well, now you just lost all your chances. What would you ask her? Because you do celebrity interviews. All the time. I don't know. I would have to, I would do, I would go into a very. Deep, I would do Deep a, dive research. I would do a lot, a lot of research. I would be hyper prepared because she doesn't do well, she rarely does. I, I I can't remember the last time I saw her doing. No, an because interview. she's a one. She need to. She's an industry. Anyway, I like her. I can't stand her music, but I like her as a person. And I I love this story. David Letterman. I don't know if, if it's arable, but uh, David Letterman came out uh, yesterday and said something about all the hype about Taylor and Travis and everything. And he's like, just leave this woman alone. Great point from the text line. Well, Kylie Kelsey wasn't very happy with Jason's moves. <laughs> no, she was not. Arms, that one. arms folded, look of disgust, bless. I've got to go home with this. Oh, God. Oh, He's God. sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah, he he even makes it there. And he won't even know it. Yeah. He won't even know he's on the couch. Exactly. 913-586-7798. 586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Guess where I'm going tonight, boys? Where are we going tonight? I'm going to go see the premiere of Argyle, that new spy thriller. Oh, that looks good. I know. I, I don't know the I've first. Never, I've never even heard of it. It's kind of a wackadoo British spy thriller, so it looks pretty good. So I don't well, know. I, I goes where an unsuspecting c- civilian gets tangled up in the spy circle. Yep. Essentially, is what the trailer says. It's in a th- movie theater. Yeah. Well, it's not out yet. I'm going to go see the premiere tonight. I'll oh, let you know how it is. Good. It looks real. The previews look amazing. So, good. Yeah, good for you. I'm and then, are you going Sunday night to see Kathy Griffin? Ooh, kids! I am so excited for Sunday night. You know, I'm a giant, huge, giant Kathy Griffin fan, and of course, she's been 
in exile for the last seven years, and she finally just announced that she was... She um, got canceled. She totally got canceled. And she is coming out of exile, and she's uh, starting... She's kicking off a 40-city U.S. tour in my hometown of Des Moines, and I believe that is tomorrow, maybe? Or Thursday? Anyway, she'll be here in Kansas City at the Uptown on um, Sunday, and bless my heart... I've never had to work so hard to get a celeb interview in my entire life, but I did get the chance to chat ski with one Miss Kathy Griffin. And, of course, we talked, we gossiped a lot about her being, you know, basically banned from (laughs) any performances. And now she's back and she's better than ever. And I kind of had a joke with her that she's, uh, well, she's off the no-fly list. Wait, are you finally, are you finally, finally off the no-fly list, girl? Yes, I'm off the no-fly list. And I'm taking great advantage of it by doing as many cities as I can. And I'm going to be filled with joy every time I fly anywhere, over anybody, at any time. (laughs) Is this tour going to be cathartic? Like, are there any topics that are off limits? Oh, no topics are off limits, but I'll tell you something interesting. And I swear, this isn't on purpose, and it's not going to because I'm afraid of them. I actually don't even mention Trump in this new show. I, I don't even, I have no words. I know. Look, if he does something crazy that day, then of course I'll bring it up. Because my show does change every night. But it's not like a come focus show or anything. And look, I made a whole movie about it called Kathy Griffin, Hell of a Story. Bought it. For free. Oh, awesome. And I, you know, like I told that story and stuff, but this is a lot about, you know, my own like crap that I've been going through. She's she's got a lot going on. She's she's a cancer survivor now. She has full blown. She talks about her, the 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 PTSD that she experienced from that whole Trump thing. And the name of her tour the name of her tour is appropriate enough. My life on the PTSD list. <laughs> <laughs> she was uh she was on Johnny Dare show this morning. Oh yeah, and uh, it was a fascinating interview. I mean, she's very funny. She's very funny. Irreverent and, 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 and appropriate yeah, at the same and, time. And, and her politics aside, and I, I'm not trying to get into that at all. I don't care. Uh, I, I thought the the picture that she had several years ago was inappropriate and unnecessary. Um, having said all of that, uh, she was very funny this morning, and I did not know, and she shared this with, with John, uh, that in the 90s, she dated Quentin uh, Tarantino. Yeah, for a hot minute. Yeah. She and, was also in an Eminem video. And he would, it was, it was as he was in the process of writing Pulp Fiction, so, which is to say pre-1994, because I think that's when that movie came out. And um, she said he would call her at night as he was writing Pulp Fiction and read her the dialogue that he had written that day mm-hmm. and would say, what do you think? How, how does that sound? Is it good? And she was like, I would wait. She said it was a, her word was, it was a thrill when I would look down at my phone and I would see that it was Quentin calling me because I knew he was going to read me the, the, the manuscript mm-hmm. from his upcoming movie, which became a, a, giga- a gigantic blockbuster. Mega hit. Uh, super huge hit. And, um, and he would just read the script to her every night. And she said it was just an amazing time as he's writing one of the greatest movies of all time. And he's calling me at night asking me what I think about it. I, I absolutely adore her. And I it's funny. I The interview was 
a sparklingly good interview, and I would love to have uh, shared more of it on the air, but she swears like a sailor. She swears, oh, she is a salty, salty redhead. Uh, today is National Croissant Day. Croissant. Uh, the croissant was not invented in France. What? Nope. Where was it invented? It says here, everybody thinks that the croissant is French. The croissant was invented in Vienna, Austria. But I want to say croissant. Croissant. Uh, today is also Yodel for Your Neighbor's Day. Yodel. Would you like to yodel for us? Yodel. I just did. Yodel. Well, I mean, but you did, that was lazy. Oh. I mean, put I, some gusto in it. I can't. I just, that's all you get. Yodel. 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 What's the purpose of yodeling? Oh, I, it says, actually, it says here later down in the story. Uh, yodeling was invented in the Swiss Alps. Because it carries. As a way for shepherds to communicate over long distances. Huh. Oh. Uh, fun fact, my favorite pastry on the faces of the earth is the croissant donut combo, otherwise known as a cronut. I love it. A cronut? Oh. oh. Uh, a new study finds eating pasta actually does make you happy. Well, why do you think I go to Jasper's every 10 minutes? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey, great to have you in, man. Good to be in. Always good to see you. And I, thanks, loved, I loved having you over on Sunday. That well, was thanks for letting me invite myself. I mean, you really didn't have a choice, so there's that. Can oh. you invite yourself back to the program tomorrow? Because No, he's not available. I'm, I'm unavailable. But it was fun while it lasted, kids. Oh. You'll miss me while I'm gone. You can't miss me if I don't leave. We love you. Happy anniversary. Happy 12th yeah, anniversary. Yeah, tw 12 years ago today, the Dana and Parks program started. Happy anniversary. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie III, my good friend and co-host Michael Mackey from MichaelMackey.com. Dana's back on Thursday. My name is Scott Parks, and God willing, we are all back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. And be good. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 